had a battle of SNL alumni, both having series finales. Not competing for ratings? Jason Sudeikis and Bill Hader, great shows, Ted Lasso and Barry, respectively, both had series finales. Barry is 100% the series finale. Ted Lasso is the rumored season finale. So, I don't know, let's... Let's just throw the spoiler warning up there now. Sure. For folks who don't see all this, it's their own fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but B-Rose said it. We don't deserve so many great shows at a given time. Like right now, movies were firing on all cylinders. And I'm going to throw Secession in there as SNL alumni-ish because I feel like Kieran Culkin is an honorary, very famous SNL because he not only did the hosting gig, but when Macaulay hosted it when he was a kid, he was on what's his name shoulders. Yeah, so I feel like he was part of it too. So that's three big finales. Big show. <laughs> what's uh, up, Arun? Arun says spoiler warning. Now I have to leave. Yeah, these are, if you if you watch Barry, Ted Lasso, all big spoilers. Secession, big spoilers. So, but let's start with Barry. Barry is a great show. Was a great. Sh- great show and let's face it the way this show started as soon as he took out the cop you know was is uh his acting teacher's girlfriend you knew the show just was going in a direction that it wasn't gonna and they lived happily ever after it was just impossible yeah. Mis- well, well, I mean, yeah, it it was always dark, right? I mean, you knew something was going to happen. He was a hitman. He killed several people throughout the season. Yes. But it was still a pretty shocking season and a very wild, shocking ending. <laughs> Are you talking about this season or the first season? No, this this final season was oh, yeah. wild. I mean, you knew when he got arrested. Every season like the way it ended and when it ended last season when you he went to jail i had no idea where it was gonna go but there was no way you could have predicted this (laughs) but and it it felt like another barry season until that whole fred armanson scene (laughs) as the assassin that somehow snuck in there he's like hey hey, that guy's here to kill me hey hey, that guy's he's gonna take me out that guy's gonna take me that was the strangest scene. What a great cameo for Fred Armisen, too. But after that, I just feel like it just went wild. Like, did not expect this at all. Yeah. Well, like I said, to me, it felt like they had another season of Barry in the in the in the bank. They had this was like it felt like two seasons crammed into one on this one, and <laughs> it just kind of like sped through it. And Mike said the season was like an art piece. Was not afraid to give a character a ton of range. I didn't expect the time jump at all. I did not, because like I said, it started off with a regular season with Cristobal and Noho Hank comparing, you know, their their crime empire to Dave and Buster's, <laughs> and then the sand trap. Did you expect that sand trap was wild too? <laughs> they just they just got all the hitmen together and and took them out on the sand trap. Didn't expect that. Didn't expect any of the stuff with the Cristobal because they just like they had this whole arc of how they were going to save their relationship. So it's almost hard to say that this was a comedy because it had very funny stuff that maybe you should or shouldn't be laughing on, but it had a lot of tragic stuff in there. I mean, Noho Hanks at the ending 
that was very like it was sad. It was powerful when you know Raven was calling him out and just like you just admit that you had him whacked and we'll let him go. It was very Soprano's feeling that like wow, this is strong. Yeah. It was strong performances. Well, I don't think this is a. I don't think this was a comedy. No, <laughs> I think you 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 are assuming it's comedy because Bill Hader is the lead actor in it, right? But this was never meant to be a comedy. It's about a hitman with PTSD. Yeah, you know. It's just casting a comedian gives you that sort of misdirect. It did, and Henry Winkler's, uh, you know, know yeah, as Cousineau, exactly. he was he was accidentally funny all the time. But I don't know what what were your thoughts on the uh, ending? Oh, Mike said giving a no ho Hank his own show stat. He killed it here, and on Gotham as Zaz, yeah, no ho Hank. He was the standout to me. Like, I know Henry Winkler got all the awards and recognition for this, but I always walk around and I can't see the name Barry without saying Betty, just like Noah Hank does. Yeah. I mean, to me, he stole the show, so 100% give him his own show. But what were your, what were your feelings on the finale? Um, I mean, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. It kind of felt to me that it was like on fast forward. There was just so much stuff happening. Every scene advanced the story so much, right? And then you've got another time jump within this episode. Um, it just felt like it was moving so fast. And it, the, the, what was it? The 30 minutes blew by. It felt like five minutes. Yeah, I agree. It was really fast. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever be able to listen to the song, I Saw the Sign, when he was just walking through whatever that was, Walmart, <laughs> with like all the guns and nobody even like batted an eye. There was a, like a very, another scene like, laughing but maybe you shouldn't have laughed but did you expect him to get whacked did you expect that like i was like when i saw the title was oh wow i had no idea that was going to be his last words yeah it was a little bit of a swerve you thought kusno was going to maybe commit suicide yeah that's they're going to walk in on him committing suicide and then sort of uh when he shoots barry that comes out of nowhere yeah it really did and i again i liked barry a lot and there was like I don't know how else it could have ended. You know, it wasn't going to end well for Barry. There was no way. He had to be the sacrifice for all the bad that got done. But in a way, right, with the PTSD, they were kind of shaping him as he was also a victim who was victimizing. So you you were hoping there was going to be some kind of redemption for him. And then he went too far in the redemption direction to where the point where Sally just didn't even want to see him. And then she's like, well, maybe I'm a murderer too. The whole choking that dude in the bathroom. Like, I was like, is she going to kill him? Cause then she decided that maybe she's a killer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a way he does get his redemption though, because he ends up becoming a store, a hero in the film version of his life story. That's true. Played by Jim Cummings, who I love. That's like <laughs> one of my favorite actors out there right now. Probably oh, really? Favorite actor. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was great casting. He's awesome. I guess Daniel Day-Lewis did pass after things changed yeah. with Cousineau. <laughs> so Barry ends up becoming a hero in the movie version of his life. You're right. So he is redeemed. But he's not a good guy, but he tried He tried to be good. He tried. But he's not a good guy. No. And I think you can't make the assumption that he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, You're right. That So the redemption came in the end with the word block that he was buried in the... National Cemetery with full honors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike says, Sally's alcohol abuse phase is really well portrayed. It was like seeing a show, Sally, that may have produced for herself. 
Yeah, because she lost it, right? Yeah. She definitely lost it, and she she came around. What about what about their son John? Like what like what do you think they were trying to portray with their son afterwards? Like was the son going to be dark? Was he going to just or was he just taking the information as it come? Was he us? Was he, he just he was, the viewer? Well, yeah, he is sort of the viewer, but he's also the one. He's one of the folks. Remember cuz he's shown the movie by a friend of his he gets he's going to buy into the narrative that his dad was a hero, not yeah. a killer. That's that's there for him and like he smiles at the end, kind of cracks a little smile cuz like, "Oh wait, my dad is uh kind of cool." Yeah. So, no, I don't think he's going dark. I think uh I think for him that was a bit of a a, a happy ending. Yeah, I think they foreshadowed a little with Abe Lincoln's uh, complicated legacy. He's got a complicated legacy. <laughs> I think he was going to end up with a complicated legacy. To me, the tragic, the whole tragedy in this was Kusuno, right? Like, was he ever like a full-on heel other than like he was scared, scared shitless, and then he took the money? I mean, isn't he, though, a full-on heel? What, what did he do that was good? He was just level. He was just a lovable, goofy guy from our perspective. But Kusno, you remember, he had no friends. No one liked him in the industries, which is why he ended up teaching acting at a community college. Yes, he screws up multiple times. He does exactly what um, his wife's uh, or his girlfriend's dead uh, his dead girlfriend's dad tells him not to do. He takes the drug money. Um. Yeah. He, he basically does the wrong thing at every step. He did. His ego So got I don't think he's a good guy. This, this is not a movie. This is not a show about good people. No. But he is serving time for the murder of his girlfriend, which he didn't commit. He's also serving time for murdering Barry, which he did commit. So yeah. it is going down in history that he he was in on it, even though he technically wasn't. So he he made a lot of mistakes. And then he got pulled into those mistakes, shaped him into your mistakes are going to end up costing you. And now he's life in prison. Now, he also did shoot his son. Yeah. Right. He's not a good person. Yeah. I don't think he's I, I think he even though he ends up with a with a different version of punishment, he didn't really do anything positive in the show. Yeah. You know, I don't think he was ever portrayed as a good person. He's always is everything he did was for self interest. That's true. He was definitely an egomaniac. He was a narcissist for sure. Classic example of die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Absolutely true. Yeah, he just he just made too many mistakes for sure. But I still love the show. I still think it was a great show. I mean, no, of course I'll, it doesn't affect my whether or not you like the show. It's just a yeah. It's um it was a bit of a downer for an ending for sure. Was and, it though? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess now that you say that, the I mean, son the son gets to see his dad be a hero. I don't know. I'm just like it's complicated emotions they're trying to pull out of you, you know? Yeah, I mean? maybe that's the that's maybe that's the better way instead of a downer ending. Maybe it's it's a complicated legacy. The entire show for the season 4 to me it, it feels very complicated. Yeah. But you're conflicted because like you said, was Sally a good person? Like, maybe. But was she bad enough that she should have got what she deserved? 
Did the did the punishments fit the crime for each of these characters? I mean, I think Sally kind of ended up where she would have ended up anyway. Yeah. I don't think her fate changed. She got involved in this whole thing and she made some did some things, but I think she is an innocent in a way. Not unlike Barry and Kusno, right? Cuz she it's just as feasible that she would have ended up teaching uh drama at high school if none of if she'd never met Barry. This could still have been her fate. Yeah. Uh so she still, you know, she ended up where she was going to be and I think uh, I think her main sort of takeaway at the end is like she was not interested in a relationship at all with anybody. She just wanted to work on her craft, you know, when that guy kind of asks her out at the end. She's like, no. Yeah, she was done. And that's it. <laughs> I, I did. my One of my favorite scenes this season was besides the uh, the botched hit in prison was when she was trying to steal the role from that really tall actress. And she was just like standing in front of her. <laughs> It just goes to show that maybe the moral of this whole everybody in this is narcissism is dangerous and it can get you put in prison for murder. Because <laughs> there, there was nobody that was not narcissistic other than maybe Cousineau's son. Yeah. But everybody was out for themselves. It was very Hollywood feeling where everybody was out for themselves. But yeah, good stuff. Again, HBO slash Max bringing the heat. Um. But let's jump into the next one, which I'm going to, like, I need you to pitch me on it because I, I did not watch it. But I know all a lot about it is Secession. I didn't watch it either. Oh, you didn't? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it was it's relevant in the culture right now because it's a big one that ended. I thought, I mean, the only thing that I know about that I was interested in was that the uh, Brian Cox died actually a few episodes ago. Oh, okay. And not in the finale. Uh, but I do know, spoiler, do y'all watch this show? Anybody? Any, all three of you? Yeah. Probably nobody. I know <laughs> in the end, none of the kids I feel ended like up people are business. watching. No, every, my mom watches it. My sister watches. Everyone's into this. I just, know? I know. Yeah. I know Mike doesn't watch it either. Yeah. I've not, I've not seen it, but it, it does feel like it, it had a little bit of buzz. Oh, it had a lot of buzz. Extremely popular. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's not one. I mean, I, I've, I've only up to season two on that one. They what did they go four seasons four seasons four seasons yeah but in the end similar to Barry like all of them had deplorable properties and it cost them was that the is that the gist of it um I I don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry I should have told you I didn't actually watch oh it. no I thought you watched it no, no I haven't okay. I, I don't no I don't watch it got it but all right then let's let's jump to the big one you know the to me. The one that stuck stuck the landing was the show that I never thought I would love is Ted Lasso. And man, I was maybe it was because I was watching it at like five in the morning after a, <laughs> after a rough night. But I just got really, really emotional. Like every portion of this show, to me, it hit all the marks. And if they did make this the series finale, would this be the first ever show that stuck the landing on a series finale uh i mean for me it worked really well i all you know i just marathoned the season this past weekend i had not seen any until this past saturday um and all i've been hearing is complaints of how bad it was this season sort of on the reviews it was i, I thought it was great really yeah i had no no well i had well i mean do you have some issues with it but n nothing 
nothing major. I thought it was great. I, I, I'm shocked that people didn't like to me this, this season to me was just as good, if not better, because it was cinematic and every one of them had these long stranger things runtimes. But let me, let me grease our, grease our pipes. Cause I found this, uh, five great moments from the Ted Lasso finale and let's see how you, how you feel about it. Uh, the, what did you think about the dance number? <laughs> The so long farewell coach. Whistle! Whistle! And then you thought they were just going to walk back in and they kind of broke into song. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was... It was <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the most memorable scenes. But to me, and Mike, we were just talking about this earlier. The big one for me was Roy Kent's character, Brett Goldstein, right? The, he was a writer. Did you hear the, how he got that? Yeah, didn't he just cast himself? Yeah. Well, he's like, I think this is me. And he like made a video and then sent it to everyone. It's like, you can completely ignore this if it's not right, but I think this is me. And they're like, yeah, we're tired of looking at you. And he became Roy Kent. <laughs> Easy enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike said he had less, less annoying than most songs on the show. But when he became the Diamond Dog, that was a big character jump. Right, because anytime it was diamond dogs, you know, gather up diamond dogs, and he drop an f bomb, and he'd walk away. <laughs> I didn't realize he had never been on it before, but yeah, that was a good moment. Yeah, he was never a diamond. And then when he gave the the little bit of rough, like, was there any throw? I feel like there was not even any throwaway characters. I feel like every character was great. Mike pointed this out earlier. The only thing that felt awkward was the therapist who had a big role in season, you know, the last season. She had no lines in this one, and they just kept showing her with not talking, but being engaged. Like, did you say, hey, we want to put you in the finale. Can you film this and on your phone and send it in? <laughs> yeah, probably something like game. that. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> they kind of just cut to her reaction uh, a bunch this season. Uh, what about, and we talked about this earlier, but let, let's get it out there. And, and for people watching, let's see if they will figure it out. Did... Ted and Rebecca like hook up and was there like an orgy with beard? I don't know what was going on in that opening scene. <laughs> I need to revisit that. <laughs> so it ended with he had something to tell her and you you kind of hinted, you know, after his mom was there that he was going to say I'm I'm resigning. But then he came out kind of in his PJs and they had the rough hair and like do you want to talk about it? And I think they were kind of like tugging cheek, saying maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But he's like, oh, thanks for letting us stay over here for the gas leak in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But And then Beard came through with his girlfriend. And I don't know. It felt like it had the awkward good morning. I can't believe we hooked up. Not good morning. I can't believe I resigned. <laughs> got the sense they all got hammered together. Yes. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah, Mike saw it too. There was a gas leak, so they just all had to stay there. <laughs> Beard is one of the writers of the show too, right? Like, I think he's not... What I, heard, I saw a story with him on how he got booked on it. He, was try, he had a role in We're the Millers that got cut. And then Jason said, hey, sorry, we, we had to cut your role, but... We're, we're doing this soccer show. Do you want to read for this part? And to me, he's another, he's a scene stealer. Everything about him, like he's a, 
everything that's freaky about him. So when he came in with his thong and then yelling to the housekeeper, don't throw those ropes out. They're not garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to rewatch that scene to get, I'm sure it's all lined out there for us. Yeah. It's got a lot of misdirects. Oh yeah. But Mike said he was also the original commercial based on and was a writer on those. So to me, he was oh, great. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He was, he was great in there. Uh, and the reassembling of the believe sign that came all the way back to f- full circle because that believe sign is 100% in the zeitgeist and has been ever since it first got revealed. And then they made it such a huge part of the show. And then it was a huge part of the of Nate's character development of like him sneaking in, always staring at it, being envious, ripping it up, becoming his own coach, started to believe, but then believed more in the wrong direction and then became a coach, but then realized that there was more to the def this definition of believe and having him stare at the wall. That one really got me, dude. There was a few episodes, few parts in this episode that got me, but him staring up and at the believe and then just breaking down. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, the belie- the reassembling of the believe sign is great. Not just because they reassemble it, because they all each saved a piece. Yeah. That's really what did it. Yeah, that was that was so much. I think one loose end that I would have liked to see tied up, I wish Nate would have got to see that... Uh, you remember he got really angry because uh, Coach didn't have his photo up on the wall. Oh, yes. He never got to see that Coach actually had it at home on his dresser. Yeah. I suppose that would have just made him feel worse, and he was already, you know, very much, you know, regretful. Yeah, he's definitely had a lot of regret, but that one that one choked me up. So is he now just back to being the kit man? I think... What a ride. <laughs> I think at the end, they, they didn't make it an official, but when she announced Roy Kent as the manager, I just assumed that he became an assistant coach because they showed him and Beard and Roy looking up. I just assumed that he just moved back over to assistant coach. But, I mean, I guess that was the leap because they were all wearing the same uniform and they were standing next to each other. Yeah. So that was the the big leap. He had Nate had a fantastic ride. It was so good because he was just like the throwaway kit guy that was just kind of like his arc was so good. And he was coming off this season that he was going to be the biggest heel of that. And I, it went in directions that I did not expect. I had no idea where this was going to go. But he got his win, right? He got his win over Ted. And that's when it was kind of like the beginning of the end for his tenure there. At what, and then came back. Yeah. So he didn't have to stay as a heel. Yeah. And Rupert was not allowed to get any redemption. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought, I was telling Mike this earlier, I thought he was going to have a small baby face turn they made it look that way but i'm glad they didn't go through he had the cape, his jacket flowing like the cape like darth vader yeah so you knew he was like gonna be a straight up heel but you know the one that really got me that i thought it might is he started warming up you know and, and respecting rebecca a little bit more right and then when she said what a lucky man you are no matter what happens today a team you love wins i thought that was a fantastic line Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe that was going to be the one that snapped him out of it. But any, it, it snapped him back a little bit, and he regressed and <laughs> made his coach's manager's balls fall out. <laughs> right. Now, this show is the polar opposite of Barry, which is a show full of heels, and this is a show full of baby faces. Yes. 
Everyone <laughs> is a baby face on this show, except for Rupert. Yeah. Literally, anyone else. It's We got Rupert, and we've got the, the guy who owns the Nigerian team. Oh, yeah, that guy's a straight-up heel. Oh, yeah. and, and, and Jack, which she just kind of escaped, like, after pulling away Kele, Kele's money, you know, from her firm. Yeah. You know, and just she left the country and had a, a small, like, it was more like a ghosting. She was one of those millennial heels right. where she's just like, I'm just going to ghost you. Right. So she didn't have that. But, I mean, she was just for this season. So, but, yeah, she she fell to heel. But speaking of Kelly, Jamie Tart, what a great character arc for him. Yeah. Like, starting from season one. I mean, he was technically the, felt like he could have been the heel, right? The hot shot sports he was, guy. He was in season one and most of season two. Yeah. But he had the turn. They just built it up to the turn. Oh, man. And when you do Solid it right. Solid booking on this one. Very solid booking to see that character arc of just like how Ted, you know, the lasso way turned things around and his stuff was great. And then you, the stuff to redeem, and he got the f- redemption of his dad at the end. That was another one that just got me emotional. And then, you know, Mike and I were talking about this the, the relationship that he had with Roy and Keeley, that whole triple, that love triangle that was going on. And they still kind of stayed, you know, as their relationships growed, they stayed that way. And even yeah. when they decided that they both might be in love with Kelly, with Keely, and then they decided to have a fight, but then they still kind of stayed bros and were okay with it. That was, to me, that was great. Yeah. What a feel-good show. <laughs> yeah. Because you were crying, but it were happy tears, that you were just feeling good all around. Yeah, this show was a complete tear fest. So many scenes. Uh, the scene that got me was when uh, Re- when the- when Rebecca just asks uh, Ted to stay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he didn't say a word either. Yes, yeah. Jason to stay because he, he says nothing. It. He says nothing in that whole scene. Yeah, he crushed it. It was just so good because you just didn't know what to expect, and you know, and, and her getting emotional, and then her thinking about selling the team. There was just so much riding on him leaving. Yeah, and what a difficult. It's so difficult to think. What a difficult decision. The family you have, you know, with his son who needs his dad, needs his dad desperately. But his family that he made with the team who also kind of needed him. But in the end, you realize maybe they outgrew the need for him or he mission accomplished. Now he had to go back and do it with his son. But it made it really tough. Like, Barry did this in a different way. Like you said, once he assassinated, you know, the cop, you knew that there was no turning back. Like, there was, it was a very difficult choice to make. This, to me, it was always a difficult choice because I think about if my son was at, at that age and you get a job opportunity like this that you have to leave the country, how difficult that would be to do that and just know that now the doctor that was trying to help repair your marriage is, is in there where you're that's gotta be like so hard. Yeah. So hard. So there was like, no, like he stayed and there was going to be, then his son loses, but then he leaves, but then his team kind of like loses him. But yeah, they made it very, the whole time that was always just kind of hanging over my head. I thought for a second there, when they started to show, uh, what a, what a jerk, uh, 
you know, the new boyfriend. Oh yeah, Mike just said that is his. What she he was the heel of the episode. It's like, For oh sure. look at that, something happened. And he was on his the phone the whole time. Yeah, just like making fun of soccer. So th- that was. Uh, I thought there, right there, I felt like, oh, are they going to swerve us and everyone's going to move to London? Yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna flip the you know the the title card at the end from Ted Lasso to the Lassos, <laughs> <laughs> like the, from Valerie to the Hogan family, <laughs> exactly from Three's Company to Three's a Crowd. <laughs> that would have been nice. I probably could have gone that way. Yeah, when Rebecca started saying all this stuff that made sense in that scene, you're like, oh, this could happen because I feel like his wife was trying to soften and realize that maybe there was something there. Felt like it could happen. Yeah. What made this finale to me so great is it could have been everything worked out perfectly the way you thought it could have, but they found a way that it was second place and everything worked out perfectly. They did every single thing they could and they still came in second place. But now that explain was this to me. Why did they come in second? <laughs> That's, so that was the whole thing joke throughout the show of like trying to figure out like why the rules are what they were but like no matter what so it's kind of like in the nfl they needed to win and then the other team which wasn't their rival needed to lose for them to go ahead the way the records fell Mm. so they got their they did their part they did every single thing they can but the other team didn't lose which wasn't their rival so they beat their rivals so that's you got the ted victory dance which i've been waiting for since season one, episode one. They teased it a long time ago. Right? They got, I was waiting for that dance, and he got it. So they did every single thing they could, but then it still just wasn't enough. But it wasn't enough to get the other victory, but, like, the guy in the airport called is like, oh, you could have been legend. Like, you were, like, right there to win it all. But it was enough. Yeah. Like, it was not everything, but it was enough. Same thing with who ends up with Keeley. Neither one of them. But they were still so close, so it wasn't what you expected, but it was enough. I I don't know. It like Nate, he wasn't the manager. He had to go back to being the kit man and probably assistant well, coach. But that was enough. It was wasn't, wasn't that the theme song of the trailer of the season? You can't always get what you want. Yeah, it might. You might. Yeah, exactly. There was everything about that, but there's. Just so many shows that if this is the finale, he did it. And many shows haven't done that. Because he told, you know, I was listening into an interview, and I think he even said it on Hot Ones. His plan was to shoot it like a London show. And the London show is two seasons and a Christmas special and done. We got three seasons, technically four with the episode length. And we got the Christmas special in last, last season. They had the Christmas episode, and I feel like that was it. So do you think they're going to come back? That's I guess that's the big the big question. Well, they 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 planted one seed uh that they could possibly do something with. Um they said uh Richmond women's team question mark, right? Oh, yes. So there that could be a spin-off, keep all the same characters, you just don't have Ted. Uh that could be something if Jason Stakes is not up for it. Um and uh a Christmas special, how about a Ted Lasso movie? Yeah. How about a Ted Lasso movie for Apple that they put in theaters um, at a holiday? Why not? They have everybody. Maybe uh, everybody from Richmond comes to America. That's the movie. Oh, that's just the flip-flop. For, for, for Thanksgiving. 
Oh yeah, and they can make jokes about you know, uh, you know, England versus uh, America, and you know how they were at odds and all that stuff. <laughs> so do do a Ted Lasso Thanksgiving movie. I, so those th- those are some options. Yeah, I think that would be great. I, I think I, a Ted Lasso movie would do very, really well. I think so too. Yeah, I just didn't think, and you know, it's kind of like what we always talk about with Quentin Tarantino. Like, we're in denial because when you're firing on all cylinders, the last thing you want to do is say, this is enough. Like, you can stop now because <laughs> you just think there could be one more. Could you be three feet from gold? Is there one more? So when Jason Sudeikis said, I'm going to let everybody watch season, you know, this finale and see if you even want any more. If you want it just for the sake of wanting more because it's so great... Yes, I do want more. But if you're gauging it just on the story of was this a perfect stop point, now I know what he was talking about. Yeah. I never got that. And you're a little bit more, you know, with your with your film school background of like, I don't know when to like to say enough is enough. Right? Because you always want to say, do you get one more? Do you get one more? Yeah. I just... This is the first time I'm like, wow, that is like something you'll be able to revisit of of like the perfect show from beginning to end. So good. I think it could be enough. <laughs> I think, no, it definitely is enough. It's a fine ending. They can leave it there and that's fine. But if they ever wanted to, they've left two two options out there. Yeah. You know, the Richmond's women's team, that's great. Have Keeley run it. Giving Rebecca back, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you could do something with that, but I think a Ted Lasso movie could be pretty awesome. Oh yeah, Just, uh, with a theatrical release. Yeah, theatrical Ted Lasso movie because that's at least you're you, you're not doing the show again. You're doing something different. You know, there's a separation there. I don't think that that would sully the 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 legacy. Maybe it's. Bad news bears go to Japan. Maybe they just they they get picked to represent the team. <laughs> yeah. And and go international and then they have to go fight international heels. <laughs> you know, and and then they need Ted to come back for that. Yeah, something like that. Right? Bad news bears go to Japan. Wasn't that the whole premise of that? <laughs>